happening now? We're about to send you back to the Remuta! <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Back to the Future, the show in which we take a classic movie that one of us, or both of us, might not have seen, and we take a look at it now. I'm Drew Bridger. I'm Amber Inch. And after what seems like a decade in the light-hearted and happy-go-lucky 80s, but has actually only been 10 episodes and not 10 yeah. years... We take a step into the dirty, <laughs> grungy, action as all hell 90s. So this is our first 90s action foray on this foray. part. Foray. I know, we're getting fancy with our lingo. We're a, we're a podcast that likes to use a wide vernacular now. <laughs> I prefer to do it for Greg. I don't really like Ray. Okay, all right. Well, I'll call him up and see if he's available. <laughs> this week, we are discussing what... I don't know if many would call it a classic. I don't think so. I've never even heard of it. But there are reasons why it should be a classic. Now, I've got to admit, this is the first appearance of Sylvester Stallone in our podcast. And it was a toss-up between this or Judge Dredd. So I decided to go with this and maybe save the cartoonish nature mm. of Judge Dredd to subject like you to for another them. day. I feel like I, we've spoken about Sylvester Stallone in something like these. Well, I mean, I think we we he might have cropped up when we were talking about Predator. Oh, okay, That's yeah, it, maybe. But no, no, <laughs> this is definitely the first time he's decided to make an appearance on here. For those of you playing at home, we're going to start the timer. Now, until I do my first Sylvester Stallone. Oh, no, I didn't even think so, about that. No, yeah, so we'll start the timer now, if you're counting <laughs> for when I do my first impression of him. We are talking today about Demolition Man. So Demolition Man came out in 1993. It was directed by Marco Brambilla. Okay. And I knew I had to check it to see if I was pronouncing his name right. Don't worry. He hasn't directed a whole lot of other notable stuff. Right. Or at least not to my knowledge. Well, yeah. He doesn't seem to have directed a whole lot of other notable <laughs> not stuff. Really surprised. Dinotopia <laughs> in 2002. I feel like I might enjoy that more. I mean... Ooh, Kanye West featuring Dwell Power. No. That was, directed, that was the video. That was, that was the last the thing he did. Yeah, but yeah. That, that was pretty, that's pretty popular, though. Yeah, but oh, that was the last bad. thing he did. He might that be really it. old. Oh, maybe, maybe. So, Demolition Man features right. Sylvester Stallone. Mm -hmm. It features Sandra Bullock, mm -hmm. who was pretty much on a roll in the 90s. Mm. Big name in the 90s. And it also features... Before Speed. Bear yeah. with. <laughs> Let's find out. I think it probably was my see this is where my knowledge of the 90s probably why they got her for speed probably. yes speed came out in well. 1994 yeah so sandra bullock was definitely she on the rise a lot career. a lot more comfortable um kissing keanu reeves than sylvester stallone if if it would come to that i mean i would hope <laughs> so i felt bad i felt bad that she had to do that 
I mean, I I would probably feel more comfortable kissing Keanu Reeves. As soon as she, well, yeah, <laughs> as soon as she saw the script for it, and it, like Sylvester Lone said, "Oh, shall we make love?" and then she was like, "Oh no, I'm out." And then read later on that she doesn't have to touch him. I was like, "Okay, it's fine." Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> now we're gonna well, warn you, Sandra. Bu- <laughs> we're gonna warn you, Sandra Bullock. There is a sex scene involved. Oh no, I don't think I want to. Don't worry. <laughs> You're wearing a headpiece the entire time. You don't actually have to get naked <laughs> oh okay no yeah fine all right i'm in <laughs> don't worry about me then so it it does feature them it also features wesley snipes mm-hmm. before he was blade yeah okay, late yeah. uh that was in the later 90s late 90s that happened this is the early. only film that i've ever seen him in is the one where he dressed up as a woman anyway to wong fu oh yeah to wong fu like yes that, that's that right that's right yeah that's Strange that you've seen that and not Blade, though. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Is that strange? No. I don't know. I feel like that should be strange. Maybe. Is it... I always have kind of... I've always seen the actors' films that nobody really remembers them for, and then the ones that people really remember them for, I haven't got a clue. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean... It's he's... not on purpose. No, 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 no. He's been in a lot of stuff since... Wesley Snipes. I mean, I think he's... was he not in something like when they did like Indestruct? No, what, what's it called? Sylvester Stallone. Oh yeah, no, been... yeah, he was. He was in one of the. Um, yeah, I had it for a second. Then <laughs> come on, because it's not a classic movie. We're not. We're not concerned with it. Yeah, the not Irreplaceables. Come on, <laughs> what is Expendables. it? Expendables. Thank you. Although they, I don't know. I think I, I maybe I was right with Irreplaceables. Come on, let's face it. <laughs> They're all irreplaceable. <laughs> Is that even what you said? Yeah. Yeah, no. Wesley Snipes was in The Expendables. He was in number... I think he was yeah. in number so that's three. The, that's the other film that I've seen him in. Yeah. See, I haven't even seen the first one, but I've seen the third one. In that one. case, it's really strange <laughs> that you haven't seen Blade in I, that I case. I don't know why. Blade is... I mean, the first Blade is great. The second Blade is also pretty good. The third Blade is all right, but has Ryan Reynolds in it. Mm, so, nah. okay. I'll note that down for a future <laughs> one. Make sure we watch Blade at some point. Sometimes when I say I haven't seen films, I wish I, I, wish I didn't say that. I haven't seen them. <laughs> I'm going to make me watch them. <laughs> but it's, we'll put it as a maybe for later on. Maybe people will uh, message in unifying and saying Blade is great you've got to watch it Mm. this film kind of established him as a little bit of an action actor because by this point in doing Demolition Man Wesley Snipes was a accomplished black belt which is why all of his punches and kicks are super, super crisp and really on point in this film. Everything is really nicely choreographed Mm. for his fight sequences. And actually, trivia time, some of the scenes where he's doing his moves, he looks a little bit jerky on camera. And that's because he moved so quick that the cameraman asked him to actually slow his movements down so they could capture it on camera and it wouldn't go blurry. Okay. It's that, yeah, I know. It's that crazy. But <laughs> this kind of established him as a huge action star, really. A- among, of course, Sylvester Stallone, who by this point was oh, yeah. He's fully established yeah, in yeah. the action as hell 
genre. Mm. But without further ado, let's start off, as we do with every episode, by finding out what you thought based purely this time. I didn't even let you see the poster because the poster doesn't even really give that away. So afterwards, it wouldn't even help. No. Purely off of the title, (laughs) Demolition Man, what did you think this film was going to be about? Especially considering that when the name Sandra Bullock popped up, you were like, oh! (laughs) Like, I didn't expect there to be a woman in this. (laughs) No, well, I didn't expect there to be anybody kind of that I recognised. Right. I didn't even know Sylvester Stallone was in it. Did you not? No. I thought I told you it was a Sylvester Stallone no. movie. No. Oh. So when they, all po- when, when they all popped up, I was like, oh, that's why when Sylvester Stallone came on, I was like, oh. Oh, right. Okay. I thought that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> why did you think that was weird? Because you thought you told me. Because I thought, I thought oh, right, I'd already okay. told you it was a Sil- it, well, like we were watching a Stallone movie. No. All right. Anyway, okay. from the <laughs> from the fact of seeing well the name but never seen a trailer poster or anything the sure. name demolition man how are you uh, how can anybody guess what that is about that's not st- how how can you guess what that's about that's just ridiculous if I you don't had know. no prior knowledge you didn't even know who was in it if i'd known who right. was in it i might have been able uh, it wouldn't have, it still wouldn't have been close but i might have been able to <laughs> it still would like a better, a it, better guess it still would have been the exact same synopsis that you put down <laughs> But, but it would have been with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, I would have said, so, <laughs> instead of saying man, I would have said Sylvester right. Stallone. Yeah. So basically, I obviously knew that what I was writing couldn't be right. It just couldn't. But this is the genius. And that's why I asked you to do this, because that's why I didn't tell you a lot about what it was going to be or show you the poster or anything, because I thought Demolition Man is such a loose title. Like, it could really be about anything. That I was just like, I need to know what she's going to put in anticipation of this film. So, what did you put? This is embarrassing. Okay. A man that works on a building site of the future. (laughs) (laughs) I don't... And I didn't mean that... Of the future. I didn't even mean that they were in the future. But actually, that ended up being right. Okay. But I didn't mean that they were in the future. I meant the thing that he was building was supposed to be futuristic of the future, you know? Oh, so right, right, right. He works okay, on a building site of the future. So it's not I was, a building I was site in the future. Think, no. Okay. I was basically thinking, like, somebody that would have to build the thing that Robocop was going to build, you know? Oh, right. Okay, so they're, oh, so you think that, in a way, this ties into Robocop and they're building Mega City 1. Kind of. So right. they're building like a futuristic city, right? Okay, I didn't that... even know it was the 90s for a start anyway. Right. Okay, that clarifies it. Right. right. And makes himself into a digger to work better and demolish and demolish stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, by makes himself into a digger, <laughs> does that mean... I he... meant bulldozer. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally about to ask. He puts his brain into a bulldozer. <laughs> Do you think this is like some kind of lawnmower no, man kind of scenario? Like, like a transformer. So like he's a kind of a person, but he's got like big, like smashy arms. <laughs> big smashy arms. I love it. In a way, 
I kind of want to see your film get made. <laughs> I know. It's like it's like RoboCop, but it's like Robo Builder. <laughs> so maybe they've got maybe they've... Rob the Builder. Ro- Robo <laughs> Robo the Builder. <laughs> Robo. He's Australian. I'm Australian. <laughs> Robo. <laughs> So, I, so no, I'm, oh no, he's the opposite of a builder. He's a, yeah, he's a demolisher. He's a, he's the demolition. He man. works on a building site. He, right. He's not building stuff. Okay, he's demolishing the thing before they build the site, the city. See, but what I'm picturing here is essentially a fully functional city where everyone is part robot, part <laughs> whatever their profession is. Robocop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you've got, like, Robo Builder as well. So I'm picturing that there's maybe someone in this city who is, like, Robo Baker or right, something. Right, okay. And okay, it, yeah, everything yeah, focuses yeah. in on a different person. That could be person. quite good, though, because he doesn't have hands. He's just got, like, electric whisks. But, like, you can sh- move them out for other stuff. So, like, he's got an electric whisk and then he's got, like, he's, knives. He's, he's, so his hands are like a KitchenAid. Yeah. <laughs> That's quite handy. That's good though, isn't it? Yeah, you can. So you like pop one out, pop another one in, and it's a spatula. Yeah. Pop one out, pop another one in, and it's like a rolling pin. Yeah. Right. Okay. But All most right. of them are electric, which might be dangerous. But, but this particular one, he's. He's a bulldozer. He's a bulldozer. Yeah. Okay. All right, and then he just starts destroying stuff. Yeah, but in a in a productive way. Oh yeah, no, because it's his career. Okay, so we can safely assume that That's by this not point, right, is it? No, but <laughs> if I had told you beforehand that it was Sylvester Stallone, would it have changed it by any amount? Absolutely not. So it's just Sylvester. I Stallone. actually would have thought that he would have been better than anybody at demolition stuff. As this film blatantly and they kept, proved, they kept saying Demolition Man. I feel like they were trying to make it a thing. Maybe they thought it was going to be a bigger pop culture thing than it was. I don't know. Right. But they they kind of wanted to make Demolition Man something. So, anytime... so whenever somebody breaks something or crushes something, yeah. somebody will go, oh, what, watch out, Demolition Man. They you know, try... Like oh. in real life. So if somebody, so in real life, somebody would go, oh, look out, Demolition Man. Oh, here he comes, Demolition Man. And they just wanted that to be a thing that people kept saying. So you're associated <laughs> with almost with being clumsy rather than <laughs> yeah. intentionally going out and causing But mayhem. they would just call, they would just say that. I think they were trying to make a phrase, you know, a phrase of the year. Right. Yeah, because they do keep, <laughs> they do keep they say it repeating it in this film. I they didn't... said it within the first five minutes because the first thing I said about the film was, oh, he said it. Oh, he said the name of the film. Yeah. He said the name of the film. Oh, the demolition. Film. You don't have to be demolition, man. So yeah, exactly. exactly. But actually, if he works on a building site of the future and demolishes stuff, he does have to be demolition. <laughs> so I thought that was weird. If anything, it does make more sense in the film that you've just pitched me, <laughs> which I do yeah. also want to see. Yeah, because that would be like banters. They'd be like down the pub and they'd be like, oh, here comes demolition man, because he's got bulldozers for arms. <laughs> bulldozers for arms. <laughs> a bulldozer on each arm. <laughs> no, I meant, I meant like the neck and the... The dozer part, I don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on each arm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you've basically described Sylvester Stallone there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wanted to know this. So he's what? He's walking into the pub with all of his other robo... Yeah, all of his other... I'm imagining that all of his other mates are already there. And he comes in and everyone's like, Hey, Demolition Man! But and he's like... Good, but it's nice. Right. <laughs> I'm going to go to the Demolition Man. He's got Demolition. i got Demolition. That was so about 15 minutes. 15 minutes, right. Okay, cool. So if you were playing along at home, oh, 15 minutes. 
I feel better now. It's out of my system now. Don't worry. You don't have to do that again. Although I do have to say the fact that you got futuristic sci-fi element down on that, that's pretty I don't know why. I think because I thought if it's another 80s film, they're just going to try and do that again, aren't they? Because that's just what they did. Well, I mean, let's face it, most of the 90s films are pretty yeah, sci-fi all as well. well. Yeah. So, I mean, at least you kind of got <laughs> <laughs> you kind of got the sci-fi aspect right, of it. Okay. Kudos to you for having done that. So, let's face it, Demolition Man is a little bit of a weird one. It is action it is as weird, all hell. Hmm. It's futuristic in the sense that it's kind of in a similar vein to RoboCop, as we've already established. <laughs> my version, my version is. <laughs> Your version is definitely more in a similar line to RoboCop. So I've just ripped off RoboCop, basically. <laughs> I want to see more tales from RoboCop, which is all of these different robot people in different <laughs> robot jobs. But what did you think about this film, what kind of things did you start putting down? I, th- noticing? I thought, I thought it was fine. There was no cool. Well, that wraps <laughs> that up then. <laughs> there was no huge standout moments in it for me exactly that I could pinpoint and go, "Oh, that's the thing. That's what I've been waiting for." Sure, you know that type of stuff. Um, I did make a long, comprehensive list of things that they still have in the future that we also have. Sure. So they go to 2032, which is quite... That's even quite far for us now. Yeah. But from 1996... Sure. That is a long time. And this was made in 1993. And it was made in 1993, yeah. So this is like their version of the future. Exactly. Which, to be honest, it's not that... It's not like people were, like, flying around in flying cars and stuff. No. So it was quite realistic in that sense, Mm. which I, I think there's been films that we've kind of spoken about like that maybe Robocop as well actually like there were things in all of these films that actually they don't get really wrong which I think is I mean this one wasn't really that famous or that popular really compared to all the other ones but I think the reason why those types of films that are set in the future Mm. stand the test of time almost do it in a realistic way so we're not watching something in 2020 that's set in 2032 but they're flying around in flying cars right. or there's like robot people who come to right. have, you know that type of thing it's, so it's, so, like, it's quite yeah. believable almost you would think you would look at it and go yeah. i can imagine that yeah i can it's, imagine that it's not like the blade runner version of 2020 no. where everyone was in kind of flying cars there's that's what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. I, although that yeah, was yeah, pretty yeah, popular yeah. but that was for a yeah. reason i suppose it's but, not yeah. like the back to the future Future version of 2015 where everyone's got hoverboards and yeah. everything like that so i understand what you're saying like it's set in a tangible yes future yeah, reality they still have proper jobs and they still they still wear proper clothes and things mm. so like all and of this the came things... only six years after robocop as well this was made only right six yeah years so it's quite RoboCop. similar yeah Similar in its outlook. Mm. So I made a list. First of all... A comprehensive list. In 2032, we are obviously taken a few fashionable steps back um, to pencil thin brows and like short 90s haircuts. Of course. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Right. So fashion... As far as physical features go, still in the nineties, they picked a style in the nineties and they've stuck Just with carried it. Carried it on, right? Bearing in mind, this is the, the future in Demolition Man is only twelve years ahead at of this us point. now. Yes, yeah. 
So she was still very 90s. Even the sunglasses and everything, she was very 90s. Yeah. So that, but that's fine. Because actually we are wearing 90s things still. That has come back now, actually. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's, everything (laughs) old is new again. And I feel like we kind of watched this in a strange time that seemed right, which was weird because they were doing things that seemed like it was post-COVID. Well, this is... And they kept talking about how this weird... Like, kind of, well, there was a natural disaster, wasn't there? Yeah. There was like this disease. After the AIDS, there was these UBT and there was these whatever. Yeah. And so that kind of makes it seem like there was a big pandemic, like a health pandemic. Yeah. So they can't, well, they can't make, they can't make love. Yeah. (laughs) So she said she couldn't, they can't swap bodily fluids because it's unsanitary and all of the things that happened. So we can't do that now. Right. That type of thing. And then they had a really interesting new post-COVID high-five handshake type development. No actual <laughs> no physical touching. touching. high-five. Yeah. Which I think we can actually use yeah. now. That's quite, that's pretty, yeah. pretty on brand for Twitter. Exactly. So, th- so, okay, so while we are speaking about this, let's be absolutely blunt at this point. 2020 has been somewhat of a crapshoot <laughs> overall. It has been no small fact that what will basically go on to be known as the great pandemic of 2020, mm. COVID-19. Well, I hope it's going to be the great pandemic of the 2000s. We don't have to have another one. <laughs> well, yeah, but it <laughs> Not will... just of this year. <laughs> well, hopefully it is limited purely to 2020 mm. The great pandemic of 2020 that caused massive lockdowns and has basically kind of changed, for the most part, a lot of our way of life. The question at this point is, do we think that with everything that is happening in Demolition Man and everything that they do and their way of life in the future, do we think that Demolition Man is possibly the sci-fi film that has most correctly predicted what future life on a personal interactive scale is actually going to be like. Probably. Because let's think about it. You've got VR thing. Well, who knows? Who knows? This Uh. is the thing. Like, because we can let's deconstruct it one by one. What's the first thing? Because, yeah, fine, because they don't live together. So. No, exactly. <laughs> okay, so let's so let's go through this like step by step, all right? The things that they introduce during the film, all right? The first thing that gets noted down is the no handshake thing. The no to well, me. yeah, there's the no handshake thing. That's what I put down okay? as the first thing. Because they don't want any physical touching. There's no yeah. kind of actual physical touch that happens between people. Everything's very sanitary. They got a little high five and a little yeah, yeah. window wash, wax on, wax off mm. thing that they do. Oh. Right? <laughs> very on brand for 2020, as you said. <laughs> I completely agree. In fact, if anything, I think that we should incorporate that yeah, into I think we regular should use that. life. It's now. better than the elbow thing because you're still touching. Right? Exactly. So that was the first tip-off that, okay, everyone's kind of going around with gloves as well, I yeah, noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the there's the non-interactive touching high-five. The second thing, the lack of toilet paper. 
Right. Now, in the great toilet paper shortage of <laughs> April 2020, <laughs> I was convinced that the three seashells that is involved in this film might actually become a legitimate thing. No one knows for sure exactly how the three seashells are meant to function. All we know is that they have them, they work, they somehow use them. I can only imagine, in my best estimate, that it is some form of bidet functioning thing. Like you maybe splash water with one, scoop with the f- with a second, and then like brush off with the third. I don't know. Well, but... I tried to say ways that you could use seashells for wiping, and the only one that I got was wipe it on your butt. You still, yeah. (laughs) I couldn't think of anything else. Just wiping it on your butt. But I'm, yeah. I didn't know if you could like collect water in one and then like splash. Yeah, probably. In like a bidet kind of. No, they were taking the mic out of him on how he doesn't know how to use it. Exactly, which is kind of harsh. Why don't you just ask? Exactly. It's so (laughs) it's harsh. It's not like you know. (laughs) They didn't have the internet. They, I think they did. They well, they had an intercommunication computer system. Yeah, but on the go. they had that in 93, surely. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but anyway, so the great toilet paper shortage then... And I didn't see any rice. ...leads to... We could never, ever get any rice. Oh, yeah, right? We're in the great rice and pasta shortage of 2020. <laughs> Which I'm guessing is why Taco Bell then won the <laughs> franchise wars because they were the only people that had rice. Did they? Oh, yeah, they have rice. Yeah, of right? they have rice. So Taco Bell... Win the franchise wars. And because then every they have restaurant rice. is Taco Bell. Every it could restaurant. be fancy, but it's still Taco Bell. <laughs> that was something that really yeah, that did make me laugh. <laughs> I mean, looking on it now, considering that where we live, Taco Bell is one of the only fast food places that will actually deliver to us. Mm. So that's maybe why Taco Bell win the franchise <laughs> wars. Yeah, because they really try. They try hard. Exactly. They are the only place that will actually physically deliver anywhere. Yeah. What other things have they got right okay, so far? Right. Well, I don't know what other things I've got right. I'm still working on my things they have, still have in the future list. Okay. TikTok. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. he said, how many TikToks? And I thought, yeah. Well, well yeah. Maybe, quite a lot. <laughs> quite a lot, actually. Maybe we measure Dance? time in TikToks, <laughs> in the amount of TikToks you can watch. <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's called TikTok. Yeah, I just wasted two hours. How many TikToks? Um, I don't know, 50? 50. 50 TikToks per hour. It's <laughs> quite a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. And so Arnold Schwarzenegger also, he was, he we've still got him in the future. Okay, now I haven't watched this film in a fair few years. There's so that's lot... another thing they kind of got right. Yeah. That was, uh, that blew my mind because I forgot that they had that. Yeah. In this film? I think they were kind of taking the mickey out of the fact that it was... Like, Ronald Reagan was an actor and then became president. So then right. it's Sylvester Stallone. They've always had a little bit... Oh, it's not really rivalry, is it? But it's always no, because they're both it's like big been, guys. Yeah. Oh, he, Sylvester Stallone probably thought, oh, I could have got that role and it was him. And then he probably thought that the other way around as well. So everything that Sylvester Stallone would have gotten on a Schwarzenegger could have gotten, that type of thing. So, yeah, that's probably why they made that as a joke. And Absolutely. she said... Oh, yeah. yeah didn't he, didn't he, he used to be an actor? Yeah. yeah. 
But the fact that he was governor of California yeah, for as I long know, as he was. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, they were kind well of, after kind this of film. Right. <laughs> yeah. So weird. It's the closest thing to president he can legitimately become. Well, well yeah. at this point, who well. knows what legislations might change, allowing him to then apply for presidency <laughs> after already being a governor maybe he'd in the be future, more qualified than well yeah. yeah well yes okay <laughs> he would be more qualified than many but the fact that he was governor of california mm-hmm. the next best thing to being president that i yeah, think he could possibly be yeah it's still remarkably close it is that is bizarre on a side note would you like to hear what it would sound like if mm. sylvester stallone had an argument with arnold schwarzenegger your silence confirms <laughs> that. Well, I mean, what are you doing here? I mean, you should be, you should be arguing a governor. You should be a governor. I am already governor. I was governor for a long time. I cannot be president now. Well, I mean, you can be president. Maybe I can be president. Alright, okay, that's enough. <laughs> Anything else to get out of your system? No, I think I'm good for now. Right, okay. Thieves and homeless. They still have that in the future. Yeah, and here's the thing. The social divide in Demolition Man is incredibly apparent in the sense that the the people who are designated as being the poor, the lower class, the quote-unquote unworthy... They even practically live underground. Yeah, exactly. They no, they well, they do. Yeah, yeah. They, they literally live in the ruins of the city the that they one, yeah. knew before. Yeah, yeah. And San Angeles. That's weird. Got that was a weird choice. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's because the San Andreas and yeah, Los no, Angeles know, kind of blended into one. Still but <laughs> but the fact that there is such a social divide being apparent there. Mm is, I kind of want to say, in a way, reflective of how each side of that society views how they are now. Yeah. So, like, the le- the people that have less mm-hmm. in America, mm. I think, do really see themselves as the disenfranchised, having to live off of near to nothing basically living underneath a city, as it were. That's kind of how it must feel sometimes, living on, mm. like, lower lots. Living... Yeah, they nearly got that right as well, because that's where America's headed, so... Yeah, basically living on <laughs> <wrote> the <laughs> outside of a city that doesn't want to acknowledge that they exist. Mm. Right? It's pretty much Skid Row, though, isn't it? So it's what it was happening It there. is. It is, essentially. So you're living in the same part... I mean, I know it's the same everywhere, but it's particularly prevalent there and was then anyway, Mm. that somebody who can't even buy food for themselves and literally lies on the street can almost look at a two million, three million, four million dollar home every day. Yeah. Just from where they stood. But it's like they can see it, but can't ever... Yeah, they just get ignored. Exactly. Whereas, flip side of the coin, the high castle, well-to-do people that are in that civilization don't acknowledge that they exist but also don't acknowledge that crime happens yeah, don't acknowledge that <laughs> that anything bad could 
possibly ever happen mm. because they choose in a way to like completely not see it and buy into a society that doesn't allow that to happen mm. it's it's very telling it's very reflective in a purely unintentional way i am assuming that when i don't know that it would have been unintentional i don't know well i, I think, don't think that was unintentional i think at the time in 1993 probably would have been a little bit apparent but maybe with unintentionally without unintentionally knowing that that would then continue on for so long mm, after that know. point well, you yeah, can, the kind of you kind of write these things in the hope that by drawing an eye to it people go oh actually yeah there is a big social divide maybe we should do something about that and that it doesn't go on for a further 27 years. Well, yeah, but then maybe you have to make it a little bit more important. Exactly. <laughs> it wasn't really part of the story. No, well, it wasn't, no. But <laughs> it wasn't really the main focus of the story. I, can't, I don't really know what the main focus of the story was, to be honest. It didn't really have a story, did it? Just somebody got unfrozen, he was a criminal, and then they put him back in jail and then killed him. I don't know. It's not, there wasn't really a story. Anyway, <laughs> things that they still have in the future. They right. are... Yes, Obviously, VR. Mentioned that. Yes, they sex happens they through VR. Yeah. They apparently still have laser disc. We don't even have that now, really. <laughs> I mean, no. That then. No, although he did pull out the tiny little micro disc. Yeah, small thing. Which I believe you can kind of count as a mini Game disc. GameCube? Oh, right. Yeah, or GameCube. Yeah, it could have been a GameCube disc. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Right. It could have been like mini disc. So they've got GameCube. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, all... Bodily interactions happen through computers and VR. Yeah. That's not part of my list because my list is things that they still have in the future. You're mentioning things that they don't have in the future. Yeah, I know, but I'm <laughs> saying these are things that they've correctly predicted oh, right. for our time now that have to happen after a global pandemic situation. Yeah. Yeah. But people aren't doing that, though, are they? That's part of the problem. Well, I know, but when we're social distancing and have to yeah, be in different households... Yeah, but they don't, though. But people yeah, aren't I doing know. that. No. They're just doing it anyway. Sandra Bullock was a good girl, and she said, no, that she's not yeah. going to do it. And they all act, they all actually went along with it. And, and maybe these are the people... they all obeyed the law. I know, and maybe and... the people that aren't, aren't going along with it are the people that are going to wind up underground. Yeah, obviously. Right. Yeah. You saw the state they were in. They were clearly swapping bodily fluids on a regular basis. They were eating rat burgers, yeah, which, frankly, kind of sounds all right. But there we go. Oh. <laughs> and that was another thing but they that's the thing, though. Taco Bell or rat burger, which one would you prefer? That's that's why they decided to eat rat burgers and not Taco Bell. I mean, it's six of one, half a dozen of the other but at this point, it's isn't Taco it? Come Bell on. Taco Bell just own the restaurant. It doesn't mean that everything that you're eating is tacos. It's not every restaurant oh, no, is but Taco every Bell. Re no. Every restaurant is owned by Taco Bell. So they could still have a pasta or, yeah. you know. No, every restaurant is a Taco Bell. So why would you get that doesn't necessarily mean that they might be serving all Taco Bell in there, but it means every restaurant is Taco Bell. So it's called Taco Bell, mm, but it might indeed. be pasta. Right. That's what happens when you win the restaurant wars. Yeah, but I thought she just meant that they owned it and they could do whatever they want with it. It wasn't that every single one was a Taco Bell. Oh, probably, it's just yeah. just that they yeah. own all of them. Everything. They do. They do. They own every restaurant well, maybe the rat burger was taco bell then anyway. maybe maybe but that's another thing they they said they outlawed they outlawed 
meat, meat products. In in this day and age... How are they supposed to have Taco Bell then? Well, they've found meat mm, replacements. Everything, <laughs> maybe everything in 2032 is... vegan. Yeah, is beyond meat. You get the beyond <laughs> meat taco. Apart from apart from the rat burgers that they have down in the down in the sewers, but every meat that they have in the Taco Bell restaurants is all beyond meat. It's all impossible meat. It's all lab grown meat. So everyone in the future is vegan. And why is that? Because in the great shortage <laughs> of twenty twenty, in the in, in the great pandemic shortage where you couldn't get chicken or beef because everyone was filling their freezers with it you had to find vegan alternatives vegan alternatives take off therefore all red meat and other meat gets outlawed Mm. what's the next thing what's the next thing they correctly predicted (laughs) still had cars they predicted that yeah i know (laughs) um well i wrote down swimming pool but then actually realized that it wasn't a swimming pool so maybe they don't have swimming pools I thought I, it looked like it was in the middle of her room. It looked yeah. like a swimming pool and it had a ladder in it. Yeah. So I thought it was a swimming pool, but it didn't have water in it. No. So maybe she just fills it up like a bath. She fills it up when she wants to go in there. Maybe. Because it's a very small well, apartment but, thing, isn't it? Yeah. So maybe everything maybe in she, there like, kind of serves dual be, purpose. She might be like concerned that she would just fall in it by accident. <laughs> um, As he did when he <laughs> walked into his one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah did he? Yeah, because he walks in and he doesn't turn the lights on and then he falls in, doesn't oh. he? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and knitting, because some things never get old, so you have to still have knitting, obviously. Obviously. And that's um, how a lot of people dealt with anxieties <laughs> during lockdown as well. They picked up a skill. Crafting. Crafting. Accidentally seeing another person's boob over FaceTime. That's that's a thing. Yeah, that was weird. That happened. Yeah, it does happen. Maybe she was on OnlyFans. <laughs> this is what I mean. All sexual interaction happens over the yeah, internet. Yeah, but there was a mistake. She was just getting ready and talking yeah. to somebody at the same time, but she yeah, thought yeah. that he was someone else. There's still Jackie Chan movies. Of course, there's still. And then Jackie I wrote, Chan and then movies. I drew the rolling eyes emoji. Oh, oh yeah, you did. Oh, there's still Jackie Chan movies. Oh. Oh, well, you know, there's nothing wrong with Jackie Chan movies. As I said, a bit of trivia. They've got a place, and their place was in the past. Hey, look, Jackie Chan gets old just like the rest of us, okay? Yeah, fine. And sure, he made some brilliant movies in the past and... I don't want to say brilliant movies. Well, they were pretty pretty (laughs) good. But a little bit of trivia, Jackie Chan was originally meant to be the bad guy in this film. Yeah, that would be awful. Before getting replaced (laughs) by Wesley Snipes because the production company didn't want to have... Jackie Chan be a bad guy because he'd already been built up in movies at this point by yeah, kind yeah. of being the hero yeah. a little bit. I mean, he was really good at like yeah. the physical stuff because he can do everything, can't he? So yeah. he, he can do all of it. and he, So that would have been good. And they did, but I don't see him being like yeah, a, a bad no, guy. No, exactly. I don't see him being a bad guy very much. Like smiles all the time. Exactly. But also they didn't want him to be a bad guy because they were worried that they would come under fire for having an Asian actor being portrayed oh, as so like a criminal. That's fine. Yeah, well, <laughs> I know. They got Wesley Snipes instead. But, okay. But they wanted, again, they got Wesley Snipes in because he's an accomplished black belt and he's he could do the stuff that maybe Jackie Chan would be doing as well. But also, Jackie Chan doesn't strike me as a guy 
who would handle a whole lot of weaponry and guns. Yeah. He's, like, more of a stunt actor. Yeah. So I don't think that would really suit him that much either, which is why they put that line in of, oh, how did you learn how to do this? Oh, I learned by watching Jackie Chan movies. They wanted to have that reference in there as being like, oh, we still like Jackie Chan. <laughs> so. Oh, <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the other thing, Jello and Playboy. Still got them in the future. <laughs> Apparently, Dennis Leary is a fan of both of these he things. Wants to, he wants to run around. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember what the Jello was about. I don't he wanted. He, was he wanted to cover himself in lime green Jello and run naked through the streets because he just feels like one day he might want to do that. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, Dennis Leary. He's allowed. Is he? I don't think he should be allowed to do that. I mean, not that anybody should be allowed to do that, but particularly <laughs> Dennis Leary should not be allowed near Jello. Just if you see Dennis Leary going into the Jello section <laughs> of a supermarket, just just keep an eye on him <laughs> after that point. Is he still alive? Dennis Leary is still alive. Yeah, I of course he is. So. You don't think so? No. <laughs> Bear with. We'll have a look. Dennis Leary is definitely still alive. He's still alive. Double check. Yeah. Doesn't say died. No. All right. Oh, he. Oh, what you might be confusing him on is um, he was a writer on Rescue Me from 20, 2004 to 2011. So maybe you thought he died in 2011 because that was maybe one of the last things he did. I don't that know. That is never what I was thinking. No? I mean, he was he was in the Amazing Spider-Man films not too long ago. Well, I don't know. Who are you thinking he is? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you confusing Dennis well, Leary I'm not for? Confusing because let's face it, you've but... confused Bob Hoskins for Danny DeVito already. So who are we confusing Dennis Leary <laughs> I, with? I don't think that's very fair because they're both almost the same person. So I'm not confusing Dennis Leary with anybody. It's just that when you when I saw his name, Dennis Leary, I can't ever picture his face. And I can't... I've just watched the film and I still can't think of what he looks like. Granted, until this point... Um, was he Ice Age, the thing in yes, Ice Age? Yes, he was. Yeah, he sounds like absolutely... George Clooney. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You are right. Absolutely. He really sounds like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until this point... In 1993, when he was an actor in this, he had had a career as a stand-up comedian, which is what a lot of people kind of knew him for. Mm. So he's definitely more of a comedian than an actor, per se. Mm. But, yeah. There's only one more thing that I noticed that they have in the future that they don't have... No, that they still have in the future. Okay. Dharma. Yeah, weird, <laughs> weird, right? Why was he the one that what they decided to What a weird pull. Yeah, that is weird, because he's dead now. But maybe he's not, maybe he's in ice. Maybe, yeah. Because they didn't unfreeze him yet. No, exactly. Because you, you would assume that in 1996, they might have frozen him. And actually, I've got to say, out of all of the things that Demolition Man had in there, that for all intents and purposes have, at this point perhaps correctly predicted the the most outlandish thing in this film that they have the most outlandish thing is that in 1996 they would have 
the ability to cryogenically freeze people. Yeah. That is the most outlandish thing that they have yeah, yeah, in actually... this film. Everything else is like, oh yeah, actually, at this point, kind of believable. Or yeah, at I least did, heading that, that way. I forgot about that. Because people in the 90s thought that the way that the future was going to be and how we're going to be preserved was cryogenically. Yeah. Because Austin well, Powers... three years after Austin this film pa- came out? They, they think of this space... Austin Powers of- was cryogenically frozen to come back in the 90s and after from being frozen in the 60s. Right. But they thought in three years' time Captain they America. would have the ability to cryogen... Captain America. Captain America got accidentally frozen. Not on purpose. It's not yeah, like someone could, invented the scientific way of doing it. If you do it accidentally, it. then of course you could do on purpose well right of course you can replicate that yeah crazy everything else seems so much less outlandish even a real justice system there was no it didn't look to me like there was a trial or anything they just said oh you it wasn't your fault but somebody else blew people up so you're going to prison yeah you're being frozen wasn't even his fault right weird isn't it yeah weird it's such a strange reason to have to put him into a cryogenic freezing process. Yeah, they thought for, purely they... for the purposes of having him be thawed out later on. <laughs> Coincidentally, everything in this film in, surrounding Stallone's character is so coincidental. All of the hostages were actually in the building. No, they weren't. We couldn't pick them up on. Our heat sensors, it only showed eight people. And they were like, oh, God, there's bodies everywhere. (laughs) No one stopped to think that perhaps the tech that the police, the police were using might actually be right. And that all of those people were already dead. They didn't once, that didn't cross the minds of people once before putting him into cryogenic freezing procedure. No. That's crazy. No, because they put him into the freezer because they said that he blew everything up and he wasn't even the one that blew it up. Yeah, but they put him in there for the reason that they blew it up with other people in it. they can tell. That's stupid. Can we discuss very quickly (laughs) the amount of times that we see Sylvester Stallone slow motion (laughs) running away from something with... His Sylvester Stallone look <laughs> on his face. I thought you were going to say how many times we have to slow motion see his naked body because there was too much. Can we discuss how many times we have to see his slow motion naked body? Because that was too much. It was a butt. It was his butt. I kept seeing it. it like, fine to see his butt. Fine. Do you have to see it smushed up against glass? I mean, basically mooning the audience at that point. Smushed up you against get, glass. You get just a hint of shaft at one point as well. That is no word of a lie. And it's like, it's gone. And like, whoa, was that necessary? We have already seen man boob and ass at this point. Maybe this was a prequel to shaft and that's why you saw a little bit of shaft. I mean, I don't know if it would be prequel at this point. Shaft was way in the past. (laughs) What's going to happen? Is he going to like time travel back and... I mean, I get that you're saying it for the joke, but now I'm trying to think of the legitimate ways that you can tie this to Shaft. I mean, I don't think you can. But the amount of times that he's slow motion running away from something with his his what can only be described as (laughs) face. You know the face as well, because he gets frozen with that face. 
There's 36 years <laughs> that he gets frozen with that face on him. Not once did someone decide to, <laughs> do you know what, should we just unthaw just his head so that he can, like, go into, like, a bit more of a resting state. <laughs> but he wouldn't do any other face because that's his face. That is just his face, his, like... He says he's never had any plastic surgery, but I just don't believe it because he doesn't look like that anymore. He doesn't look like an older version of that man. No. Not I now. Don't, I don't think Not so. now, no. Is there a Demolition Man 2? You will be very happy to know there is not a Demolition Man 2. There okay, was well, talks really... of doing a sequel. <laughs> there was talks of it. And they were going to see if... Jackie Chan wanted to be the villain in the Why second they one. they give up with Jackie Chan? And then they were going to try and do a... Uh, that then morphed into a prequel because they were going to get Wesley Snipes back to be like, oh, the rise of Simon Phoenix and the rivalry with mm. John Spartan and yeah. everything like that. But mm. that never really occurred. So you've so I've written. okay you've written a plot okay now if your plot for what demolition man might have been is anything to go off of this could be spectacular so what pitch me the sequel to demolition man please bear in mind i bearing bearing that this was before i saw wesley Snipes get his head frozen and smashed off Okay. Spectacular so ending. So now, so now, maybe not feasible, but just do it, just do it, but with someone else. Okay. So, but I'm still going to say Wesley Snipes because this is what I had, right? I'm going to go with the original idea. Miraculously, somehow, they piece all of the pieces of his frozen head back together, yeah. put it back on his body yeah. with, like, crazy glue, mm. and then thaw him back out. So he's just got, like glued on bits of his head yeah making up a full wesley snipes face yeah okay so it's very simple but also quite effective simple but effective <laughs> much like crazy glue <laughs> there we go i'm liking this tie-in there's no well there might be a title i'll think of it as i go <laughs> all right don't worry i think a lot of demolition man was based off of that mentality <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll make it as we go. Right, okay. Okay. Wesley Snipes walking around saying old phrases that people have forgotten because they're new and young and the people don't know them. I like it. So okay. He'll just go, so it'll just be him and his day-to-day -day life, like a slice of life thing, right? So like Napoleon Dynamite or something. Sure. Just a slice of life. <laughs> he wakes up in the morning and then he thinks, oh, this is going to be a good day. So he goes to work. I don't know what he does. Maybe computer stuff because he was a computer person and yeah he got programmed to be like amazing at computers and yeah, getting so into now computer he, systems like, right, okay. apps or something he he's the first person to make facebook maybe yeah now, right so somebody will say to him like oh why are you drinking that beer for it's only two o'clock in the afternoon and then he goes it's five o'clock somewhere and they go oh 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 oh, oh brilliant oh and oh we've got to get that on the t-shirt oh amazing that happens all day. <laughs> all day. He just goes about day-to-day -day life just quoting things. Yeah. And then the end of the film, he, he runs out. Yeah. He, he turns to someone <laughs> who's maybe having life 
problems or whatever. And he's been to the local corner shop and he just goes, here, take this box of chocolates because life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And someone goes, oh, oh, what? Oh, what, a, what an amazing piece of advice. That's brilliant. Oh, I'm going to hang on to that. That's fantastic. Yeah. I like it. I, I would, I mean, I don't know if I would watch an hour and 54 minutes of it. I didn't say it was going to be an hour and 54 minutes. No, but that's a running time of Demolition Man. And yeah, but this is Demolition would... Man 2. Right. So the same film. what's the running time of Demolition Man 2? Um, 20 minutes. More of a short film than a... Demolition Man 2, zero minutes. Okay, right. <laughs> 2.0 minutes. Not 2.0 <laughs> minutes. You can't even get the story across in that All right. Time. Okay, okay. As a... As, as maybe an add-on to this film, like as a, an extended PS, as it were, I I would I would watch that. <laughs> maybe it can be called Demolition Man Two: Life's a Beach. <laughs> there we go. Excellent. <laughs> Much in the same. Demolition Man as... Two: Demolish this. <laughs> Demolish. They don't but... know what that is yet. <laughs> Well, they don't know what it is because they're living in the same time as us, obviously. So what we've remembered from before 1996, they also know. But because he hangs out with young people, they don't know any of this stuff. Demolition Man 2. Put this in your taco bell and eat it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I like that. But then to that, they would just say, oh, okay, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Because they don't know what it is. Okay, I will. (laughs) Because every restaurant is Taco Bell. So, and they, and they I mean, I can't that, like, eat anything even else. if you insult them, they don't remember what that insult means and they yeah. think it's a compliment. So they just go, oh, okay, thanks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it just goes over their heads. Yeah. Did you kiss your mother with that mouth? I don't kiss anybody. We're not supposed to swap bodily fluids. <laughs> <laughs> What's like, kissing? It would be like, do you VR your mum with that dress on? <laughs> I mean, yes, this is the only way she can see me now. <laughs> Social distancing. Yeah. Everything is through VR. Yeah. I think we have to talk about a couple of unsung mentions in this film. Because not many people know that there is a very brief appearance in this film of one Jack Black. Yeah. Who is one of the... Uh, they, they call them scraps. The, the people who are living in like the foundations the of the old... City, yes. Assuming that because all they get is scraps. Yeah. Yeah. So there is one Jack Black in this who is uh, making what I think might be his first ever appearance. Maybe. On screen. Probably. As an... He doesn't even get to actually say No, anything. he doesn't talk. And you barely even see him, really. You, I mean, if you really, really have to look for him. I don't think I would have noticed it as much. I don't know if I... Because he doesn't even really look like him. His hair's all no. over the place. He doesn't have a beard. He looks all weird. If I was more prepared, I would have looked up the timestamp for when you see oh, him. Yeah. I, but I was not prepared It's quite enough. late. It's quite late. It is late. It's when... They are having a long talk with Dennis Leary. About... It's like an hour and a half. I'd it is. Say, it's at like about the hour and 35, hour and 40 minute mark. If you want to go and look something for it. Something like that. 
you do see him. I think you also see him when they first make an appearance above mm, ground. I didn't... Very, Maybe. very briefly, but again, I'm not sure. But that's a first on... Possibly the first on-screen appearance of Jack Black in that film. We also have a completely uncredited... <laughs> yeah, Rob Schneider. ...appearance from Rob Schneider. <laughs> and I thought it was something to do with David Schneider, whose name came up in the book, but I don't think they're spelt the same, unless he spelled it are. differently on purpose now. I'm I don't not know. sure. But I'm I don't think it's spelled sure. the same. That's just a coincidence, maybe. Now, I, I thought for a moment that Rob Schneider was in this film in a small part because he and Sylvester Stallone also share screen time in one... Judge Dredd. Oh, okay. Right. Which is why I was kind of umming and ahhing, like, oh, should I do Judge Dredd? Ooh. Judge Dredd didn't come out till 1995. I don't know what Rob Schneider's doing in this film. No, no. I don't know why that happened. What's he doing in any film that isn't made by Adam Sandler? We never, we never. I mean, right. (laughs) You should only ever be in Adam Sandler films. Yeah. Also, we haven't even mentioned... Beetlejuice, Asian, archi- not Asian. He's not Asian, but they've kind of made himself seem Asian. Right, he was wearing a lot of kimonos. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of kimono and Asian yeah, inspired. Asian inspired stuff, yeah. Uh, fashion sense. Even the in houses, her little. Everything has sliding Dominion. doors. Yeah, it's like that's that. Those doors and everything looked kind of Asian. Everything, like. everything has like sliding it was doors. Like everything's low to the ground. Yeah. Everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so he was in Beetlejuice. He was the architect, designer, yes. house designer guy in Beetlejuice. And he was also been this, very much the same designer... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, like, assistant person. Yeah, yeah, yeah assistant, very, yeah. very much so the same. So, basically, Demolition Man and Beetlejuice are canon. On that basis alone, I am going to go, yes, that is completely <laughs> correct. And completely confirmed... Demolition Man, Beetlejuice, canon in the same universe. Yeah. So, yes, I, I'm going to go ahead and so completely now, agree. Maybe, because of that, because of that, maybe Demolition Man 2 is Wesley Snipes doing that, obviously, but haunting Sylvester Stallone at the same time. <laughs> with Beetlejuice? Not with Beetlejuice. Oh. No, it's not silly. Oh, oh sorry, no, it's deadly serious. You're absolutely deadly right. Serious. Deadly serious. Deadly, completely Deadpan series. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Yeah. So they've switched, so they've like merged them. Right. Okay. Because obviously in this universe, supernatural are things, because. So it, it's, it's Wesley Snipes. It's just the fact that like he couldn't be bothered to be employed by that woman anymore because he didn't like ghosts and he got scared off. So he came and worked for right. this guy um, in his offices after them. So Wesley Snipes haunting. Sylvester Stallone yeah. for an entire film with what pop culture references? Not pop culture references. Well, some pop culture references, but also sayings. Just yes, sayings. Just sayings. Just sayings. Yeah. So what I want to ask at this point is, how long, based on what has happened in this film, and how much we've decided is already reflective of life as we kind of currently know it how long do you reckon it is going to be before we have the three seashells a radio station that plays entirely <laughs> jingles from commercials 
and government-sanctioned anti-swearing devices <laughs> put up all throughout public areas to avoid public swearing. I don't think that we are that far away from having uh, fines for public profanities. Really? I, I don't think, think anybody's that bothered about public profanities, are they? I I think I I think that it's potentially heading that way. I've I mean, never heard of anybody complaining about somebody doing that. I mean, I haven't heard anyone complain, but it well, could then. be could be described as disorderly conduct, I no, guess. No, I don't know about that. How long how that. long do you reckon? How long do you reckon before well, that? I don't think we're ever going to get seashells. You don't think the three seashells is no, ever going to be? I don't even know what they are. I mean, in a world where we just have bidets, or the toilet seats that shoot water up you mm. from Japan that you can just attach to your shoot toilet. Shoot water from Japan? <laughs> well, yeah. That's powerful. That is. I mean, the suction on them is <laughs> crazy. Do not, do not sit on them when you flush because all that water goes back to Japan as uh. well for cleaning. So you're just going to get sucked through that. <laughs> no, in a world where we have those. The three seashells are yeah, now null and void. Yeah, They're not going to happen. That that's, um, no, going to happen. Radio station that plays purely well, yeah, a lot adverts of radio and stations jingles. Now seem like all they do is play adverts and jingles and oh my God. things like that. Anyway, commercial so, radio is literally after every two yeah. songs you have an ad break. Yeah. So it's like, what's even the point of having the songs at that point? Yeah, it's very ad heavy, and. So, uh, we're, so we're nearly there now. So exactly. But, I mean, I am talking specifically <laughs> old jingles. Like, I'm trying to... I'm struggling to come up with ones that we would be UK... It, so pay for it. That is very true. That is very true. But we can mention them. Try, struggling to think of ones that are very UK-specific that might not just be kind of American ones like Armour Hot Dogs or... The maybe the meow mix one or whatever. I'm trying to think of ones that are specifically UK. I mean, maybe one might be the old Burger King one. I d- again, I don't want to sing it, but it was you want it, we got it. The old one from like the nineties. McDonald's. Right. Yeah. The the the. the, the but that Justin, was a Justin Timberlake song. That was yeah that one. We've also, uh, I mean, I'm tr- I don't know if I can come up with UK specific ones. If the anyone wants to, one, do you know? Um, join our club. Oh yeah! If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, oh, they're not gonna cut. Oh come on! You know you can't even get club biscuits yes, you anymore. Can. I don't think Orange, you can. Orange, mint. Yeah, you get. Yes, you do. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> hey, do you know what? If you find some, go out and buy them. There we go. That counts as an ad now. <laughs> Other chocolates are available. Um, yeah, so... Umbungo. Oh, that's a good one. So, I okay. So, I think, yeah, we're maybe not that far off from having a station that plays <laughs> old. I mean, frankly, you could probably find a channel on YouTube that has mixes of old nineties. Yeah, it's yeah. a yeah, video probably. that is a mix of old nineties jingles. I mean, so... I've watched YouTube videos that are just montages of old adverts, so that's almost the same. Uh, that's exactly the same. So, all right, there we go. So that's that... kind of happening. kind of kind of. It's not public radio, but it's the no, next best thing. No, but you can thing. watch it if you want. 
Absolutely. Um, and then profanities in the street, I don't know about, but maybe they'll put them in schools or in a Big Brother house. <laughs> oh, yes. I didn't think about it being in schools. Yeah, get those anti-swearing machines in schools and you get fined. Oh, that's another thing. They get fined credits, right? Yeah, and she was like, oh, I had to save up so much credits to get this house. Okay. This All money is electronic. That's yeah. another thing that they've correctly done. There is oh, no transference of cash. How are grandparents supposed to give kids money in their birthday cards? Oh, boo-hoo. Do a bank transfer, <laughs> my dude. That's how it works now. So even subtle things like that, I think, is impressive. That Yeah. You know. So have, have we answered the question that out of all of the films that we could watch or perhaps have yet to watch, do we think that Demolition Man is the one that perhaps has most correctly predicted life as we currently exist yeah. in the year of our Lord 2012. <laughs> 20, uh, 2012. 2020. <laughs> if we had watched this in February, we wouldn't have thought that they had correctly predicted no. half of the stuff. But it's only because I was looking through it, being through the pandemic or in the pandemic now, yes. that we think, oh yeah, and we recognise those things. But we never would have recognised it if we'd watched this even at the beginning of the year. So... The no touching and the no transferring yeah, of fluids. I probably or... wouldn't have even noticed it. I only noticed that. it because we're kind of yeah. going through that and then I put him, so my brain picked it up thinking, oh yeah, that's what's happening. So, so they probably did. Yeah, yeah. probably right. So we are getting on to that point now where I need to ask the important question. As with every episode, your rating and what it's out of changes. So, <laughs> what rating are you giving Demolition Man and what is it going to be out of? Well, it's quite obvious, isn't it? I'm going to give it... I think I'm going to give it three. So, I'm going to give it three seashells. <laughs> Which would have been but funny had you not been... talked about seashells the whole entire time we've been doing this. Okay, okay. <laughs> but... It... But that now I'm confused. Is it three out of five yeah. seashells, or is it three out of three it's not seashells? Three out of three. I was going to say because if it's, it's three still, out of three seashells, rate, that's done really well. Right. The rating system of five still stands. It's just okay, but it's out of it. seashells. Yeah. All right. So very aptly, you've given it three seashells. Yeah, I like three it. because I think it was a little bit tongue in cheek in some parts, so that was quite good. I mean, like some of it was a bit funny. Like yeah. Those funny bits. Everybody acted their parts really well. So that's it wasn't like we were watching a film that had awful acting and that would have been painful. So all the actors in it are pretty solid. And they're, right. and they're still doing their job now. Yeah, so absolutely. Sandra um, Bullock is still doing work. Sly Stallone is still getting work. Wesley's... Mm. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> no, who was in the film with Sylvester Stallone? We just said this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, it's a sore point for Wesley Snipes, <laughs> but I don't want to go into it. And neither does he, but it's I'm sure okay. he'd be really disappointed after hearing this. Right. We love you, Wesley Snipes. We mm. really do. You are amazing as Blade. I would have you back as Blade any day. Do you think Demolition Man can be classed, even though it's 90s, 1993, we're getting into the grungy, action-packed era of the 90s, do you think Demolition Man can be considered a classic. 
I'm not sure. Do you think it needs more time to age and for more things to become? Do you think think that the more things (laughs) that they eventually correctly predict makes it more of a classic? So as they go on and they predict more and more and more correct things, it might be more of a classic. Yeah, maybe. Okay, but do you think it's on the verge of being a classic? Possibly. I think it's got the classic story of... They go through the whole film building up to the bad guy fight at the end. It's got that classic story. There's not a lot happens until you know at the end that he's going to defeat the bad guy. The whole of the film is leading up to the fact that he smashes that guy's head at the end. Sure. So that's like... And it is That's a classic story because that's a lot of like even James Bond things. Yeah. Oh, everything's building up to this one big fight with this guy at the end. Right. So that's just action. That's That's just action in general. But it is the start of what... I believe is a trend in the 90s of a ridiculously overblown bad guy death in these kinds of films. We will start seeing more and more and more of ridiculously overblown bad guy death Mm. in these kinds of films. Murder, death, kill. Murder, death, kill. MDK, murder, death, kill. Very strange the way they said that. Yeah. And a society that hasn't known what a crime or a murder is in over 10 years, that's probably the least plausible part of this film. Yeah, probably. So there you have it. Demolition Man, not quite a classic, but definitely on the verge of being one. Maybe we should revisit it in a few years' time to see if anything has changed since then. I don't know. It might be worth revisiting. I'm not going to make a note of that. I'll add it to the Google calendar, which is another thing they might have correctly predicted, but they just didn't mention in the film. We'll add it to the Google calendar to rewatch it in a few years' time and see what else has come up from Demolition Man. But nearly a classic. Three out of five seashells. Very apt. But what do you think? Do you think that Demolition Man is perhaps an undersung classic? Are there more things that Demolition Man correctly predicted that we didn't pick up on? in this podcast are there things that are maybe coming out that demolition man correctly predicted like the car foam to <laughs> stop car accidents happening i think that needs to happen mm. i think i think it's definitely a lot safer than airbags just fill the car with fun foam <laughs> You can get in contact with us to give us your opinions or anything we might have missed or anything we might have been on the verge of hitting on over Twitter. On Twitter, I am at Drew Bridger. At Amber Inch. What else do they need to do, Amber? You need to use the hashtag BTTRpod, like, subscribe and review on your podcast service. And give us a big old thumbs up because everyone in the future likes good thumbs up. Well, not physically, though. At a distance never mind until that point though be well amber inch enhance your calm wash your boggle